Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that yes, my new book, 131 Method, is available on presale. You can find it on Amazon. And when you do, be sure to save your order number and stay tuned. In fact, I would love for you to sign up for the newsletter at 131method.com because we want to let you know where it is. You can enter your order number. We've got some really cool things planned for you guys. And I just want you guys to be the first to know. Like, I love my podcast listeners. You guys are the bomb.com. And I can't thank you enough for those. I can't even believe how many of you found the link before I even knew it was available on Amazon. So, yes, it's available now. You don't get charged until the book releases, which is going to be in April of this year. But just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on this journey with me and for supporting me and getting a copy of this book because I truly believe this is going to change the legacy of health for you and your family. Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shalene Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. With more than 25 years of experience in a variety of businesses, I promise to share with you the ins, the outs, my failures, and successes. And my goal is to share with you these social media money-making strategies to turn your idea into passive income. Every week, my son Brock and I will share with you perspectives that will serve you regardless of the stage that you're at in your business. Whether you're a solo entrepreneur looking to grow your brand in social media or you've got dreams for a global brand, Build Your Tribe is here to serve you. This one is totally my son's expertise. So Brock, take it away. Hey, what's up and welcome to this episode of Build Your Tribe. I will be your host for this episode. And in case you can't tell by the deep masculine voice you're listening to, this is Brock Johnson. So I have actually recently started a YouTube channel myself. As I've talked about in a previous episode of Build Your Tribe, I won't be returning to Snapchat. With that being said, I still wanted a video-based platform that I could use to teach people through video and also connect and build relationships through a community that's based around video. And because Snapchat isn't that for me anymore, I decided to, as LeBron James would say, take my talents elsewhere. I took my talents over to YouTube and over the last month or so, I've really been focused on creating this new YouTube channel and building it, all the steps that go into that and learning the process both with some failures and some successes along the way. And today I wanted to share with you my three-step process for launching your YouTube channel. But before I even share these tips with you, I wanna first preface that I am not a YouTube expert yet. I am an Instagram expert and specifically an Instagram stories marketing expert. I think that's what I'm best at. That's what I'm kind of known for and that's what I really enjoy doing. With that being said, I have been on YouTube before. I actually had a YouTube channel about seven years ago and I was posting videos almost on a monthly basis. So I do have some experience in YouTube. I've been around it my whole life. And most importantly, the reason I wanted to share this episode with you today is that oftentimes I feel when we get advice for social media, we're getting it from the expert. You know, we're getting how to grow your following tips from someone who has 14 million followers and you only have 320. Or we're getting YouTube advice from someone who's been on YouTube since the day it began and already has a well-established following. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's what I do on Instagram. But for this episode, I just wanted to be someone who's maybe a step ahead of you and can bring you along with me on this journey of creating a YouTube channel 
and share with you the steps that I took to create and launch my YouTube channel. And one-click shameless self-promotion. Wow, that's tough to say. My YouTube channel can be found at brock11johnson.tv. That's again, brock11johnson.tv. You put that into your web browser and it'll take you right to my YouTube channel. So let's get started. First of all, before you start a YouTube channel, you need a YouTube account. And because YouTube is owned by Google, basically all you need is a Google account. If you already have a email that ends in at gmail.com, then you have a Google account and it'll be very simple to start your YouTube account. From there, let's get into step one of my three-step launching process. If we were to envision our YouTube channel as a rocket, metaphorically, we need step one to get all of the parts together and set our goals. So we need to figure out what is our goal. Do we want to go to the moon? Do we want to land a space shuttle on Mars? Do we want to launch something into orbit? Do we just want to break out of the stratosphere? I don't even know what that means, but we need to set our goals before we go any further. And then once we have our goal set, we can start thinking about the parts we may need, the different metals and the different elements and the different people we need to get involved with our channel or our rocket ship before we start even thinking about the actual launch or putting all these parts together. So step number one, let's get the parts together and let's set our goals. To set the goals for your YouTube channel, I broke it down into three simple questions that I asked myself and I believe you can do the same. So the first question is, who do you want to serve? Who do you want to serve? I made this the first question because I think it's the most important question. It's not about you. This whole social media thing, this whole YouTube thing, the goal is to help people and to serve others. At least that's my belief anyways. So the first question is, who do you want to serve? And the more specific you can be, the better. If your answer to who do you want to serve is everybody, I want to serve everybody. Well, that's awesome. And I'm sure you're a very generous, loving person. And that's awesome that you want to help everybody. But realistically, if we try to serve everyone, we will serve no one. So you need to be very specific when defining who you want to serve. For example, with my YouTube channel, I defined who I want to serve as a 25 to 45 year old small business owner who's looking for advice and tips in social media marketing. That's who I want to serve. The more specific you can be, the more you can put yourself into a niche, the better. And this is something that I actually think requires some thought. So if you don't want to pause this episode right now and actually spend the time to meditate on this question and really think deeply about who you want to serve, write down that question and come back to it once this episode is over and really spend at least 10 to 15 minutes ideating and thinking of who you want to serve. The next question that I have for you to help define your goals and, and where your, your rocket ship is headed is how do you want the people you're serving to respond? How do you want your viewers and subscribers to respond? Another way of thinking about this is when someone finishes watching one of your videos, how do you want them to feel? Do you want them to laugh, smile? Maybe you want them to think and really be challenged to spend some time in thought. Maybe you want them to feel well-informed and totally understanding of a topic. Maybe you want them to take action towards something. Maybe there's a cause that's very important to you that you want them to take action towards. For me and my channel personally, I want my 25 to 45 year old small business owner to feel well-informed. Of course, I want them to smile and laugh a little bit, but it's not going to be a comedy YouTube channel and it's not just going to be a 
cute puppies running around YouTube channel that makes people smile. I want people to leave my video saying, wow, I never knew X, Y, and Z. Or, wow, I didn't know that that was so simple. I didn't know how you could do this. I didn't know that there was an easier way to do this. I didn't even know that this feature existed. I want people to walk away from my videos feeling very well informed in a short amount of time. That again is a question that will take some time to think about, so write it down or pause this video right now and spend some time thinking about how do you want your audience to feel after watching one of your YouTube videos or checking out your channel. The third question that I have for you to help you define your goals for your channel is what specific expertise do you have that you can share with the world? Maybe you're really good at video games and you're going to be a streamer. Maybe you're a surfer with great surfing tips. Maybe you're really good at styling people and choosing outfits. Maybe you're great at decorating on a budget. For me and my channel, I decided that my expertise that I was going to share with the world was Instagram stories marketing. Not just Instagram, not just storytelling, not just marketing as a whole, which are all very broad topics, but actually Instagram stories marketing. Sean Cannell, who is my go-to YouTube expert, says, the riches are in the niches. I'll say that again. The riches are in the niches. So the more we can niche down or niche down, however you pronounce that word, the better. So just like when we were talking about who we want to serve and being very specific with who we want to view our videos, we should be very specific in the kind of expertise that we're going to be sharing with the world. Chances are you're great at a lot of things and you're an expert in many different topics and you could share a lot of different things with the world and you absolutely can eventually on your channel. On my YouTube channel, I will absolutely be sharing tips about Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, podcasting, YouTube. I'll be sharing all kinds of social media tips, but I wanted to begin from a niched point and broaden from there. So the point that I'm starting at is Instagram stories marketing. That's what I'm known for and that's what I want people to think of when they think of my channel. And then from there, I can broaden my stretch to different kinds of social media and different kinds of stories marketing and different kinds of marketing once I have already built the base of people who trust me and know me as someone who is well-informed, trustworthy, and likable when it comes to Instagram stories marketing. So again, the three questions that you need to ask yourself while getting the parts together and setting the goals for your rocket ship, your YouTube channel, is number one, who do you want to serve? Number two, how do you want them to respond? And three, what specific expertise do you have that you want to share with the world? Okay, so now that we have our goals set and we've started to think about the different parts that we're going to need to build this rocket ship, Let's start actually putting it together. Let's start actually assembling this YouTube channel. This was actually a sticking point for me when I was building my YouTube channel. I Google searched a couple times, went on YouTube a couple times looking for what do I need to start a YouTube channel? I wasn't looking for camera gear advice. I wasn't looking for people to tell me that 2019 is a great year to start on YouTube. I just wanted to know what do I need? Do I need a certain amount of videos? Do I need pictures, profile pictures? What about banners? How much art do I need? I needed to figure out what actual tangibly did I need to start this YouTube channel. So I assembled that list for you because I couldn't find it anywhere else on the internet, even though I'm sure it's out there. 
Here is what I needed to start my YouTube channel and I believe what you need to quickly assemble your rocket ship, your YouTube channel and get it ready for launch. The first thing you'll need is a profile picture. If you are doing your YouTube channel based around you or, or videos with predominantly your face in them, and it's not just going to be, you know, a talking head or, or a company's YouTube channel, your profile picture is probably going to be very similar to that of which you've used on Facebook or Instagram. For this, I recommend a square image, not an image that is too rectangular or too landscape or portrait style because it won't fit right um, on the YouTube page. So I recommend a square profile picture. And again, just like any other profile picture, make sure it's well lit, clearly visible, high definition, not blurry, not smudged, and definitely not taken with an Android. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's just a meme Android joke. Anyways, back to profile pictures and back to assembling this rocket ship. First thing you'll need is a square profile picture. Next is some kind of banner art. YouTube recommends a 2560 by 1440. I'll repeat that again, 2560 by 1440. Those are just the pixels, the dimensions that they recommend for their banner art. But what I noticed when creating my own banner art or rather outsourcing my banner art being created is that 1440 might actually be too tall of an image. YouTube actually crops down your banner art a little bit. And because they have to show your banner both on desktop, mobile, iPad, and on the TV, it doesn't really make sense to use such a tall image. So the pixels or the dimensions that I recommend is 2560, so the same width, but only 800 pixels high. So it's about half the height. 1440, it's a little bit more than half. And I found that for my YouTube channel and my banner art, it seemed to fit a little bit better cropping wise. Again, that's 2560 by 800. And for your banner art, if you are well-versed in the build your tribe motto, it seems like outsource, outsource, outsource is the way to go. And of course, I'm going to recommend outsourcing the creation of your banner art. I would recommend downloading the app Fiverr that's F-I-V-E-R-R, -R, Fiverr with two R's. That's an app on both Android and Apple. And basically, Fiverr allows you to pay increments of $5, whether that's $5, $10, or $15, to have services done for you. Most of the time, they are things like editing videos, editing pictures, creating banners, and that's exactly what we're going to use this Fiverr for right now. So that's actually what I did. I found three different people on Fiverr who were advertising themselves as graphic designers. And I messaged them and for about $5, I said, you know, here's what I'm looking for. Here are some other example YouTube channels that have banners that I like. Can you create me a sample banner? Paid them $5, very cheap, very time effective. They usually get back to you within about 24 to 48 hours. And then you have your banner art done and you don't have to learn to do it yourself. If you are going to try to create your own banner art, which is something that I did, even though my mom was like, Brock, just outsource it, just outsource it. I'm like, mom, I can figure this out on my own. I kind of figured it out on my own. I did it, but it doesn't quite look too professional. You can be the judge yourself. Again, if you just visit brock11johnson.tv, you can check out my banner art and tell me what you think. But if you do want to go my route, which is a little bit more time consuming and a little bit more stressful because you're going to have to figure it out yourself, I just used canva.com 
Again, that's canva.com, C-A-N-V-A, canva.com. It's a great web-based editing tool that allows you to basically create different graphics and control the dimensions and the different colors and the fonts and the pictures that are on those graphics. So I used Canva to create my banner art. So, so far what you'll need is the profile picture, the banner art. Next, you will need the channel title. In your channel title, it is up to you really what you want to make your channel title. Mine is my name, so it's Brock Eleven Johnson. Eleven is kind of my brand name. The Eleven is always in there, no matter where you find me on any social media. The Eleven is going to be right in the middle of my name, so that's my brand name. But there's definitely other people on YouTube who are very successful who have a different brand name that isn't directly related to their legal name. So, for example, Sean Cannell has Think Media. You know, maybe it's Mindful Workouts or Epic Football Clips. Whatever your channel name is. I would recommend making it something that's searchable, something that has some keywords in it, and something that's not extremely hard to spell. Shout out to my mom. Actually, shout out to Grandma and Grandpa Melvin for giving my mom Shalene as a name, which is kind of tough to spell if you've never followed her before. So shout out to Grandma and Grandpa Melvin. They made it tough on her there. But channel name, I recommend, again, just pick something simple, pick something that relates to who you want to serve. Keep in mind the people you're serving, how you want them to feel, and what kind of expertise you will be sharing on that channel. I will say, as you start to think of your channel title, it is important and you should spend some time on it, but there's never going to be a perfect title. I think of companies like Google, the world's biggest search engine, calling themselves something that not many people know what it is. I think of one of my old favorite YouTube channels, Vsauce, a channel that had random scientific videos that filled my mind with random facts that I still remember to this day. But Vsauce, that doesn't have much to do with science or knowledge or different random facts. It was kind of random. Ninja, the world's most popular streamer. Ninja, his channel name and his name that he goes by on his streams doesn't really have anything to do with video games as it is. So even though your name is important, we can't be a perfectionist here and there will never be a perfect name and you can always rebrand and change your name later on. So don't get too caught up in creating the perfect name for your channel. Next, once you have your channel title, your banner art, your profile picture is to create a description for your YouTube channel. This should already be pretty easy if you've defined who you want to serve, how you want to serve them, what you want them to feel like, and what expertise you're going to share, because that's basically all it is. My description, which I will read to you right now, is as follows. I will be releasing weekly videos on how to grow your following, the latest trends of social media, entrepreneurship tips, storytelling, coaching, and much more. As co-host of a Top 100 podcast, that's the one you're listening to right now, by the way, Build Your Tribe, online business owner, and Snapchatter with nearly 2 million views per year, I'm here to show you that it is possible to accomplish your self-employment goals on a limited time and budget. I'm a Christian entrepreneur, and I'm blessed to say that I've helped thousands of other entrepreneurs learn to use quick video clips to connect and build their businesses. Please consider subscribing and hitting that bell icon to turn on notifications. Thanks for checking out my channel, and as always, happy networking. And you know, even as I'm reading that, I'm realizing that there are some things I would like to change. I think I want to narrow down and put my first sentence in more of a niche category. That seems pretty broad to me. I also just noticed some typos as I'm reading through that. But the point here is that I have a description made. 
I can change it later on. I can perfect it and make it better over time, but it's never going to be perfect. The point is to get things started. We're going to have to fail a bunch of times before we ever make it to the moon. So let's just continue building this rocket and learning as we go, learning from our mistakes as we go, because there's no such thing as a perfect rocket. There's no such thing as a perfect YouTube channel. And I will tell you this, people ask all the time, when's the best time to start an Instagram account? When's the best time to start a YouTube account? The best time is, of course, right when that app or that social media platform was started. So when was the best time to start a YouTube account? Well, 2007, when YouTube began. When was the best time to start an Instagram page? Probably eight years ago when Instagram started. But when's the second best time? Right now. The goal here is progression, not perfection. We're never going to be perfect. The YouTube channel is never going to be perfect. And there's only ever been one better time to start your YouTube channel than right now. And that was when YouTube very first began. So there's no time to waste. There's no time to try to make everything's perfect. Let's just assemble the parts, put it together and get ready to launch our YouTube channel. The next thing you will need, and this one is a little bit of a bonus tip that I came up with that I personally did, and that is to purchase a custom domain that ends in .tv. It's pretty popular. I've seen a lot of influencers and, and popular people on YouTube do this. So for example, as I've read you my YouTube channel name a few times now, it's brock11johnson.tv. It's kind of tricky to get a custom URL on YouTube. In fact, you have to have your account be over 30 days old, have over 100 subscribers, and meet a bunch of other requirements to even consider changing and customizing your YouTube URL. They won't allow you to change your URL until you have all of those requirements met. So for that reason, I recommend just purchasing a custom domain on a site like GoDaddy. That's actually exactly what I did before recording this podcast. I realized that I couldn't change my YouTube channel to youtube.com slash Brock11Johnson. It wouldn't allow me to do it because my account isn't 30 days old and I don't have 100 subscribers yet. In fact, I have zero subscribers at the time of recording this episode. I haven't totally launched yet. But because I purchased the custom domain Brock11Johnson.tv, which is very easy to say, very easy to spell, and very easy to remember. Now, anyone who visits brock11johnson.tv will be redirected directly to my new YouTube channel. So go to godaddy.com, search whatever your title for your YouTube channel is, .tv, and chances are it'll be available for purchase. You can purchase the domain, and then it's very simple to just direct the domain. So anytime anyone types it in, they will be taken directly to your YouTube channel. The next part that we are going to assemble in this rocket ship is a featured video for your channel. I've seen this done a few different ways. Some YouTube videos, some YouTube channels rather, have a video that's showing on their channel when you click on their channel, and it's just maybe their most recent video or their most popular video or the video that best exemplifies what this channel is all about. That is one route. The route that I am recommending here when you're first starting out your YouTube channel is to create a featured video. If you don't know what this looks like, when you visit any YouTube channel, immediately there will be a video that auto plays. As soon as you visit the channel, the video starts playing. I recommend creating a 30 second to two minute long video, kind of introducing yourself and explaining what this channel will be. 
telling people what they can expect from you, what they can expect from this channel, what they can hope to get out of this channel, and maybe why they should consider subscribing. I recommend doing this when you first start out because you don't have that long list of videos to choose from as your featured video. You don't have a most popular video yet. You don't have a best exemplified video yet because you don't even have any videos yet. So this is what I personally did for my channel and it's what I recommend you do for yours as well. And that's to just create a featured video that's about 30 seconds to two minutes long. Short, sweet, to the point, and it helps people understand who you are and what this channel is all about. Next, I recommend you create two to three videos, at least two to three videos that are uploaded at the time of launch. So rather than just uploading one single video and telling all your friends, hey, I just uploaded my first video on YouTube, which then would only allow them to go to your YouTube channel and watch one video. When you launch your YouTube channel, which is what we will talk about in step three, you're already going to have a few videos up and posted. That means if someone goes and checks out your first video, they're not done when that video is done. They have more videos that they can watch if they like that first one. This is actually a technique and strategy that I learned from Pat Flynn in his podcasting course called Power Up Podcasting. It was a tip he shared about podcasting. When you first launch your podcast, he recommended having four, five, six, seven podcasts already available to listen with different titles about different topics. So that if someone came to your channel for the first time, there wouldn't just be one or two episodes to listen to, but there would actually be multiple to choose from. Again, that's why I recommend doing the same thing with your YouTube channel. Have at least two, three, four, five videos already posted onto your YouTube channel when we get to the launch phase, which is step three. Record those videos right now in step two while we're still assembling the parts getting ready for launch. And pro tip here, going back to outsourcing, you can edit those videos yourself. If you like editing and you're really good at editing and you have the hours of free time to meticulously go over transitions and cut up your videos, go for it. I like editing videos. I took video editing classes in high school. It's something that I've always loved to do. But even with that being said, the very first thing I did when starting my YouTube channel was I hired someone to edit my videos for me. I know it can be fun and it can be very creative and who's to say, I'm sure I will edit some of my videos for my YouTube channel. But ultimately, I value my freedom, my free time, and my creativity enough to hire someone to do my video editing for me. I found my video editor on a website called freelancer.com. That's free, F-R-E-E, Lancer, L-A-N-C-E-R.com, freelancer.com. You can post a job wanted ad and then people from all around the world or all around the United States can reply to your ad and bid for you to hire them. Once you have hired your editor, which trust me, there is a surplus of editors online and you might even know some editors yourself or find some via social media. There's many different routes to find people who edit videos. It'll save you time. It'll reduce your stress and it will allow you to create more videos because you won't be stressed out and spending all your time editing the ones you've already created. That's it for step two, assembling the different parts. Again, I'll quickly run through them. It's a square profile picture, banner art, a channel title, your channel's description. I recommend purchasing a domain that ends in .tv, a featured video that's again just a short 30 second to two minute video that's going to autoplay when someone visits your channel, and then two, three, at least two or three videos 
that have already been recorded and edited and uploaded to your channel when we're ready to launch. Now let's get into step three, the actual launch phase. If we think about the launch of an actual rocket ship, most of us would think of the large blast explosion of all the fire and all that stuff coming out of the bottom of the engines to propel the rocket upward. At least that's what I think of. The big plume of smoke and dust and wind that explodes from the bottom of the rocket as it launches into the atmosphere. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but that's what I think of. And when you're thinking of launching your YouTube channel, we need to create a similar blast on your social media. If you have a presence on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, LinkedIn, YouTube, Vimeo, podcast, anywhere, you need to blast that you have started a YouTube channel. This means that every single platform needs to have some sort of mention of your new YouTube channel. It might feel spammy to you, but as long as you're creating unique content for each platform, it won't be spammy to your audience. Think about it. How many people are realistically checking every single one of your social media platforms on a daily basis? Chances are not too many. So they won't be overwhelmed by the multiple posts because they won't see the fact that you're posting on all these different platforms. But we need to be posting on all these different platforms to make sure that we reach our audience on each of these platforms. And a moment ago, I noted something that I want to come back to really quickly, and that is that I don't believe you should just repurpose content from every single platform to another. For example, let's say you are launching your YouTube channel and you pulled out a 15 second clip it, one of the best little segments from your new YouTube channel, and you're going to post that on your Instagram, your Instagram stories. It's going to go onto an IGTV, Snapchat, it's going to be a Facebook video. There's going to be a Facebook picture of it. It's going to be a video on your LinkedIn. There's going to be an audio extraction from it and used on your podcast. It's all the same content, and I don't believe that's the right way to blast our social media. I believe that you should be creating unique content for each of these platforms. So create some kind of post for your Instagram feed itself. Create some kind of longer video for your IGTV talking about your new YouTube channel. Create and record some stories about your new IGTV. Record a Facebook Live about your new YouTube channel. Record some in-the-moment Snapchats. Maybe record an entire podcast that relates to one of the videos on your YouTube channel. I believe that all of your social media platforms should have something mentioning your new YouTube channel, but it should be unique to each individual platform. It shouldn't simply be the same piece of content repurposed everywhere. Make sure that you have active links on all of these social media platforms. Most social medias have some kind of bio where you can put a link in it. And I would recommend, at least when you're launching, to put your new .tv URL into your bio so that people can very easily click on that link and visit your YouTube channel. We want to make it as easy as possible for people to find your YouTube channel. We want to make sure that anyone who's following you anywhere, even if they're just subscribed to your email list and they don't follow you on social media, maybe you just have their phone number somehow and they're some business associate of yours. We want to make sure that everyone knows you are starting a YouTube channel. A bonus tip here is to have some kind of incentive, such as like a giveaway to drive traffic to your YouTube channel. So rather than just telling people, hey, go check out my YouTube channel. It's a new YouTube channel. Go check it out. It's new. Have an actual reason behind why they should go visit your YouTube channel. Why should they 
go to your YouTube channel? What should they expect when they get there? What can they get in return for going to your YouTube channel? Maybe they can get in return this knowledge that you're teaching them or a feeling or maybe there's some kind of funny video or a surprise video. Maybe you're going to leave them with a cliffhanger in which the story is tied up and finished on your YouTube channel. There's got to be an actual reason, a purpose behind why you're driving people to your YouTube channel. And a bonus is something like a giveaway or a prize or a reward or a shout out, just something that actually just straight up rewards people for visiting your YouTube channel. Also, I recommend within the first three days of this launch, you should be posting another video onto your YouTube channel. Just like when we watch the blast off from the southern tip of Florida and we see these rockets fly up into the sky and then, you know, we kind of forget about them. But then three days later, we get a video update from space. Whoa, here's some astronaut bouncing around on the moon. We want these updates. We want new content. We want something that's fresh. We're not just going to keep rewatching that rocket ship launch over and over again. So within the first two to three days of your actual launch, upload another video to your channel so that you can have more views. And those people who did subscribe on the first day are now updated with, hey, here's a new video that immediately builds some likability for you, some trustworthiness, and it begins to build that habit in people of, hey, we should check out so-and-so's YouTube channel because they post new videos pretty regularly. And finally, you'll notice that in these three steps, which again are getting the parts together and setting goals, step two, assembling the parts, and step three, actually launching our channel, I didn't mention any gear. I mentioned some digital things that you'll need, maybe someone you might want to hire or outsource to, but I didn't mention any camera equipment, no special lighting. I didn't tell you that you had to download some costly software. I didn't mention a special microphone that you had to use or some special makeup that you had to wear for YouTube. And that's because I don't feel that those things are necessary to launch your YouTube channel. If you have a smartphone, chances are it records in full HD and has good sounding audio that's good enough for your new channel. Of course, if you have nice cameras, if you have nice lighting, if you have good makeup and someone to do sound checks for you and audio and editing, that's all great. But it isn't necessary right at the very beginning. You can add that on later. Again, I mentioned this earlier. Our goal is progression, not perfection. So you can tweak the lighting later and make sure your audio sounds better. If you follow Sean Cannell, he likes to share one of his earliest YouTube videos. In fact, his very first YouTube video, and it's hilarious. The audio is super low. He's just kind of slouched over in a chair. There's some tarp hanging in the back that wasn't fully hung up for his background. It's a hilarious video. My point is, we all need to start somewhere, and there's no way to be successful if you never start. So don't worry about buying all the expensive gear. You can worry about that later on when you're trying to upgrade your channel and actually make it more professional looking. But for right now, when you're just launching your channel, we don't need to make it perfect. We don't need to have all the loose ends and all the bolts tied up. If you follow these three steps, if you think about your goals, if you assemble those parts and you launch exactly as I just described, well, you'll be launching exactly as I am. So if there's one reassurance for you, you're not doing anything wrong, you're going to be launching exactly as the Brock 11 Johnson TV YouTube channel is. And one last time before I sign off, since I am launching my YouTube channel and this is a little bit of a social media blast opportunity for me, 
I would really appreciate it if you went over and checked out my new YouTube channel. Again, I think I've said it a million times in the last 30 minutes, but that is brock11johnson.tv. And I'd really appreciate it if you considered subscribing over there. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear back from you on my Instagram. Shoot me a DM and let's have a conversation. I love building real relationships and real connections with the listeners of Build Your Tribe and with anyone who follows me on social media. So please never hesitate to share a snippet of this podcast on your story or post on your Instagram or even just shoot me a direct message and tell me something you learned. I would love to have a conversation. I would love to meet you and get to know you a little bit more because I really appreciate you for taking the time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. I'm Brock Eleven Johnson, and until next time, happy networking. This episode has been brought to you by the Smart Life Push Journal. If you're the type of individual who loves to make lists, keep yourself on task, get organized, and there just don't seem to be enough hours in the day. This is a convenient, lightweight, simple-to-use 30-day system. This is not just a day planner. And learn how you can get your health, fitness, life, and goals organized and develop the laser focus you need to have the life that you deserve. Check it out. Go to smartlifepushjournal.com.